Matt Callahan, uh, obviously the big story from a football point of view at the weekend was Billy Lee's footballers getting the job done up in Markovich Park. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely fantastic result, fantastic result for the team, fantastic result for Billy and, 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 and the faith that he showed on the team two years ago when he, we just couldn't get people to, 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 to commit and he, st- he stuck with it. And like, it's a long time since we have been able to say that here are Limerick in one year having two important pieces of silverware. They have the McGrath Cup and now they have they have the Division 4 title and uh, they, they head into the championship at the weekend. But certainly, I suppose, they, they could be accused of doing it the hard way um, in, in, in so far as that uh, that um, they had the opportunity to put, put, put the whole issue to bed against Wexford and McNeville Park the week before and they didn't because they had a very, very disappointing first half. Billy identified it. He took action at, at, at halftime. He wasn't afraid to, to, to ring the changes himself and his management team. And um, he, he got it. He, he, certainly on that day, he got all the calls right. And he certainly got all the calls right against Sligo because it was a daunting task to go to Sligo. Um, because it hasn't been a happy hunting ground for Limerick up there in, 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 in the past. But it, it, it was a fantastic display by Limerick. And we feared here, Jack and myself, on, in, in this medium last week, um, we felt that there was only one thing that, that, you know, I felt Limerick would do it. But I, I, I felt that what it needed, the formula to do it was that the forum that they showed in the second half, that they repeated, but repeated it for 70 odd minutes. Now, they did it for most of it. Now, um, Sligo came back at him towards the finish, and, you know, for a few minutes, we got this eerie feeling, feeling, oh, no, not again, you know. Did, but, you, ever, did you think, Matt, that those those goal chances that we missed in the first half were going to come back to bite us? Because we did, we could have hung three or four goals across the game, and, and certainly three in the first half. Absolutely, you, you, you're absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Um, Rafa and I, I heard you putting the question to Billy and I heard him, um, his, his honest assessment of it, like 11 goal chances in, in, in two games. And what did you write We only took two, really, wasn't it? One, in, one against Wexford and one against them, um, um, against, against Sligo. And um, certainly th- th- there was a stage there now, and, and we spoke last week about um, uh, that we thought that Sean McSweeney put up his hand for a place on the team and, and, and he was given his place and rightly so and I think he justified it. But after Hugh Burke had got the goal, within a minute or two, um, Sean McSweeney hit a powerful drive and it, it, it rebounded off the crossbar. Had that one gone in, and it's very, very hard to say that it is a missed chance when it comes back off the crossbar, but look, it was a shot and goal. It didn't reach its, 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 its target, but had it gone in so soon after the other goal, I, 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 I think the Rick at that stage would have been out again. Now, there were three chances in the first half. There definitely were two chances in the second half. And I thought, and Billy mentioned about the, 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 the chances fell to Ian Carver and Hugh Burke. And I would like to see it back again because from what I saw of it, I, I honestly thought that there certainly, in, in, in the case of Ian Corbett, that there were claims for a penalty. That was in um, the second. That was in the second half incident, Matt, wasn't it? Yes. And I, uh, did you, what did you? What was your take on it, Raf? My take on it was just as he was pulling the trigger, he did get a tug back, which caused him to lose balance and, and therefore pull the shot wide. 
But uh, yeah, look, it, it looked a penalty to me. Um, again, you'd question whether there was any input from linesmen or umpires in that one because uh, he seemed to give softer freeze during the match. But um, look, I suppose, Matt, all that does matter is that they, they, they got over the line. And I'll put it to you that, you know, that league and coming out of that division was crucial for Limerick's development. But they have a quick turnaround and they have uh, they have a Waterford team on Saturday night that's uh, going to they be. Have, they have very, a Waterford team and they have a they have a banana skin on 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 on, um, on them Saturday night and and um, the, the the forecast is 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 not good and you might say why do I talk about the forecast but if you get a high wind and you either play with it or against it in the first half it can have a huge bearing 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 on the game, um, but it, it's it's Limerick's third trip to Waterford this year like. They have been there in the McGrath Cup and they have been there in the league. And Raf, they've got nothing easy in, in, in Dungarvan this year. Um, in, in, in the McGrath Cup, uh, they won by two goals in the league, they won by a goal. Um, so like there is nothing in it. Now, what about Limerick have the benefit of two games under their belt? What about have only one game under their belt? And like I'm not so sure of the value of the game in, in so far as the Krasov. Prasan, 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 because of the COVID situation, there was reticence on the part of Waterford to travel, and at one stage they had conceded a walkover, and um, it had all sorts of ramifications in that Antrim would have moved to nine points ahead of Limerick going into the Sligo game, and, and could be in line for, for, for promotion. Um, but it, it was eventually played in, in Dundalk, and... Um, uh, at least they got they, they they got a game under their belts. I, I I'd say they probably thought better that it, it it was better to to play some game before before they face Limerick. But um, Billy's job this week, of course, will be all right. He will be addressing the goal drought and 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 the failure to convert chances. But he's except in his management team, the big job this week will be to have his players grounded and focused. And um, they, they've got to park up the league. I mean, and he, he did say to you, I think, in, in, in his interview with you, that he was going to give him 24, 36 hours to take it all in. And as he said, back on the horse on Monday. And I'm sure it was back on the horse. And, and I, 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 I think the first thing to do, get back on the horse, was saying, like, lads, this is a new game, practically a new season, new competition. Um, Forget what has happened in Sligo. Forget what has happened in the league. All the focus now is on the first round of the championship against Waterford in Dungarvan. Speaking of first round of the championship, Matt, and the Limerick ladies footballers got off to a winning start with a, a convincing win over Derry last weekend, which I suppose, look, when you look at the points difference at all, but secures them an All-Ireland semi-final spot. Uh, they will have a quick turnaround, however, again this weekend where they face Antrim uh, and a win will uh, will copper fasten that and, and, and give them top spot. It will. I, 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 watched, I, I watched the game back and... and um, they were, they were full value for their victory. Um, Derry only scored one point from play over the 60-odd minutes. Uh, six of their points came from Emma, Emma the hockey from, from, from Freeze. Um, Limerick got out of the traps very, very quick and they were leading one six to a point, playing with a strong breeze and went 17 minutes without scoring at all with the wind at their backs. And in the meantime, uh, Jerry were chipping away at a distance and had had, um, had it chipped back to one six to four points. And it looked tenuous enough coming up to halftime. There was a very, very strong breeze there. Andrew 
Andrea Sullivan got a point before half time, then, which <coughs> which seemed to, you know, give Limerick that small extra bit of a cushion going in at half time. But I thought Limerick's performance in the second half was very, very competent. Um, all right, they, 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 they built a match winning lead possibly in the first half, but I think the game was really won in the second half because they, they, they shot Waterford out very, very. Limerick were patient. Um, they were prepared to let Waterford or um, let Derry come at them, which 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 they did. Um, Limerick were disciplined. They didn't give away scores because Emma Doherty was 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 flawless from 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 free taking, and um, they hit him on the break and hit him very very effectively on on on, on the break and, and got three goals. Now Amy Ryan got a goal in in in, in the first half. Kathy uh, Mee got a couple of goals in the in in, in the second half. And Eva Corbett from from Monaghan, um, sister of Ian Corbett actually, um, who came on. Uh, Eva got the got got the, got the fourth goal. Um, it, it's a performance, I'm sure, that Donald Ryan and his management team will be happy with to to get a to get a win under their belt. They go to train on Sunday to play Antrim. Um, it's a different kettle of fish. Um, it's it's a trip into the unknown, Raf, because um, at least um, they had. The experience of playing Derry in the league in Martinstown way back in February, even though, believe it or not, the Derry team that played last Sunday in, in the championship only contained two of the team that played in the league. So, you know, talking to Donald Ryan in, in, in the week, he, he, he wasn't so sure as to whether it was an advantage or a disadvantage not to, ha not, not to have played Antrim. But very, very, very little is known about Antrim. Other than that, before the competition, the league started, Antrim were firm favourites. Well, certainly one of the favourites uh, to win the league. They were beaten in the semi-final of the All-Ireland last year by, by Lowe's. But they had a horrendous league, um, Raph. They played four games and failed to get a point. Um, four straight defeats. And, and, and one of them was, was um, a, a catastrophic defeat to Antrim, or to, to Leitrim. So um, where Antrim are at? I, I just, we just don't know. But, you know, it comes down to, there is a difference between league and championship. Limerick found that to their cost in 2018 when they hammered Derry in Askeaton, went back up to Derry in the championship and lost. So, um, league is, isn't that much of a pointer and perhaps maybe going into the unknown in, against Antrim may not, be a may not be a bad thing. If they can avoid defeat, they have ensured themselves a top spot, I would imagine. Yeah, Matt, they, they should have. Uh, Matt, we'll flick over to the Camogie uh, uh, right now and Limerick's uh, <clears throat> uh, campaign coming to a disappointing 2.15 to 9 points defeat down in Walsh Park at the hands of Waterford. Waterford, uh, who have picked up their first win in the competition and will go into the last round uh, against uh, Westmead, looking yeah. to claim the, the semi-final spot. Kilkenny and Limerick... Um, Obviously, no relegation or promotion in the Camogie this year. So, in, in a sense, we've dodged a bullet. Uh, look, the game against Kilkenny at this stage now is, is just a final, a final game and a fixture to fulfil. Really, very hard to see them getting anything from it. Uh, but, Matt, I suppose, look, the real story after the Camogie uh, weekend is unfortunately off the field with the, with the statement issued by the Camogie board. Um, and, and, and this saga seems to just want to rumble on and on. Yeah, um, I, my, my view on, 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 on this whole issue is that I'm deeply saddened by the whole thing, I have to say. 
And I, 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 I think it's only a microcosm of something far more serious and, and um, uh, far more serious probably at, at, at national level. There, there seems that we're long past the time now that we have to have a serious conversation about um, lady sport and the importance of, of lady sport um, because they're, they're, they're making a huge contribution, let's face it, to, to the sporting landscape. And, and um, uh, like we even saw as late as yesterday um, where there's a huge discrepancy in the amount of funding that's been directed towards male sports in comparison with female sports. It, it's the same with coverage, it's the same with exposure, and, and um, like I think the whole situation in the is only a microcosm of that, and you have the whole issue of player, player welfare, and, and um, like it, it's very, very much on our door in Limerick at the moment. It has been very, very much a part of life in, in, in ladies football and in Kumogi, in, in Cork, for, for many, many years. And um, uh, like Limerick, um, they, they are taking a stand on it. Um, there are five girls involved with Ify Fitzgerald's and Paddy Murray's side this year. And, and um, now Galway have come in. Uh, the two games were fixed um, for the one day that they were to be playing. Um, they, they, I think it's Cavan. No, sorry, it's Galway in Kumogi and it was Kerry in, 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 in ladies football. I think they've been staggered now because Galway took the initiative. But it shouldn't be up to Galway to take the take the to take the initiative to resolve the lob, lob jam. We should have a situation in place, and we should have liaison between the, the the respective national bodies to ensure that it that it would not happen. Like and like, I think that the day can that there's a memorandum of agreement there um, for um, uh, that envisages um, the amalgamation of hurling football, ladies football, and and camogie. I don't think that can happen a day too soon, Raf. That we're all under the one umbrella, that the, that the men's sport and the women's sport are treated with equal esteem. Because we, the, the ladies' football final this year, with 55 going and 56,000 people. That's people voting with their feet. And it, 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 it's a new awareness of the game, and it's a new appreciation of the game. And both games are very, very good games. But like that has been this this thing um, for 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 I'm listening to it for years and I'm sick of, of listening to it and and uh, you know I I have a great love for both sports and 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 um, this thing you know that that um, that they don't have to put in the the, the, the same effort as men or, or any of that thing that clap trap is that's pure up utter nonsense. Um, like the women dedicate themselves and dedicate the same amount of time, the same amount of effort, and go to the same amount of expense without being 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 reimbursed um, to play their sport and play it at, at an elite level, at intercounty level. I look, I, 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 the whole thing in Limerick, um, it saddens me, it maddens me in 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 in, in equal measure. But I think it's only a microcosm of a serious um, situation. In in, 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 in in recognizing the place of female sports and female sports people in the Irish sporting landscape. And I think something has got to be done at national level. And, Raf, time is not on their side. 